0: Hi, and welcome back to the Book of Mormon podcast. This discussion will be regarding Jacob chapter 6. Now, the last episode we covered Jacob chapter 5, so Jacob chapter 6 is actually going to be kind of a summary or a explanation of chapter 5. So let's go ahead and get into this one. This one's a short one, so you'll, you'll be getting out early on this one, not like not, not like the last one. Verse 1, And now behold, my brethren, as I said unto you that I would prophesy, behold, this is my prophecy, that the things which this prophet Zenos spake concerning the house of Israel, in the which he likened them unto a tame olive tree, must surely come to pass. And the day, meaning the dispensation of the fullness of times, that he shall set his hand again the second time to recover his people, is the day, yea, even the last time, that the servants of the Lord shall go forth in his power to nourish and prune his vineyard, and after that the end soon cometh. Jacob is saying that the bulk of the allegory is actually going to find fulfillment in the last dispensation prior to the second coming. And how blessed are they who have labored diligently in his vineyard, and how cursed are they who shall be cast out into their own place, and the world shall be burned with fire. And how merciful is our God unto us, for he remembereth the house of Israel, both roots and branches, and he stretches forth his hands unto them all the day long. And they are a stiff-necked and a gainsaying people. In other words, they are quick to object, to oppose, to resist, contradict, Or speak against that which comes from God. But as many as will not harden their hearts shall be saved in the kingdom of God. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, I beseech of you in words of soberness that ye would repent and come with full purpose of heart and cleave unto God as he cleaveth unto you. And while his arm of mercy is extended towards you in the light of the the day, harden not your hearts. Yea, today, if if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, for why will ye die? In other words, why will ye have spiritual death? For behold, after ye have been nourished by the good word of God all the day long, the Lord has patience with us and will work as much as as we will let him. Each of us has a plan. Will ye bring forth evil fruit that ye must be hewn down and cast into the fire? Behold, will ye reject these words, the words spoken of Christ? Will ye reject the words of the prophets? And will ye reject all the words which have been spoken concerning Christ after so many have spoken concerning him? And deny the good word of Christ and the power of God and the gift of the Holy Ghost and quench the Holy Spirit and make a mock of the great plan of redemption which hath been laid for you? So that's a good question, isn't it? Are we going to reject all of these things? That's what he's talking about with the allegory here. The the tame and the wild olive tree, olive branches being hewn down. Verse 9, know ye not that if... He he will do these things, that the power of the redemption and the resurrection, which is in Christ, will bring you to stand with shame and awful guilt before the bar of God, and according to the power of injustice, uh, I'm sorry, according to the power of justice, for justice cannot be denied." ye must go away into that lake of fire and brimstone, whose flames are unquenchable, and whose smoke ascendeth up forever and ever, which lake of fire and brimstone is endless torment. Now, there's not a physical fire and brimstone where we're going to go. This is a torment of the mind because of our lost opportunities and missed missed, uh, blessings. Oh, then, my beloved brethren, repent ye, and enter in at the straight gate, and continue in the way which is narrow until ye shall obtain eternal life. Oh, be wise, what can I say more? Finally, I bid you farewell. Jacob thought this was the end of his writings, but he has such a remarkable experience that he must write a little more. Until I shall meet you before the pleasing bar of God, which bar striketh the wicked with awful dread and fear. Amen. So like I said, Jacob thought this was the end of his writings, but he's going to have an experience, uh, a significant experience, that that he'll record in the next chapter. Thanks for being here. See you next time. Bye.